Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. News, Terry Rozier. He'll be the next starting point guard of the Charlotte Hornets. Step back, wide open, and it's good! Terry Rozier! Alright guys, welcome in to another BuzzBeat, your favorite Charlotte Hornets podcast. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Visit betonline.ag and enter code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Uh, I am Richie. I'll be joined by Spencer and Brian today. Uh, we released a pod a couple days ago on some prospects from the ACC, so definitely give that a listen. But uh, if there ever was a need for a emergency podcast, impromptu podcast, I think this is the one. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to share our thoughts on the coronavirus and the suspension of the 2019-20 NBA season. Uh, that seems to be clearly the news that is just overtaking everything, whether it's sports or just your daily life. And it's, it's interesting, guys, to see. We're just going to jump right into this, how quickly this escalated over the past 24 to 48 hours. And the, the thought and the precautions were already kind of being taken and uh, teams were debating and the leagues were debating whether there would be fans in, in the stadium. You know, the Gold State Warriors announced on Wednesday the team would not play with fans on their Thursday game, which obviously, as we know now, never happened. Uh, you, you know, you saw the league instruct players to use fist bumps instead of high fives. And there was that like six to eight feet buffer that media had between players. And then from there, like the timeline of events, I'm just going to run down these timeline of events uh, that happened on Wednesday. So at 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday, uh, the NCAA states that their NCAA tournament will be held without fans. 8 p.m. on Wednesday, ACC closes the tournament to fans. 8.40 p.m. on Wednesday, the game between the Jazz and the Thunder is canceled in Oklahoma City. Uh, very strange sight to see there. And then at 9.31 p.m., uh, the NBA comes out and suspends its season, in the, and it's happened to be in the middle of the fourth quarter of the Hornets and Heat game, in which the Hornets did win uh, and you know showed some bright spots with with the Martin twins and Devonte uh, had a very strong outing as well. But it's just at this point, you know, breaking down games is probably not the most important thing. So all games for that night did finish up, other than the Kings and Pelicans, because of one of the officials that was actually a part of a, a jazz crew a couple nights before. So guys, I just want to open this up to you first in terms of just initial reactions of how quickly this COVID-19 illness, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, has just taken over, you know, United States and how it's affecting all these leagues around the world. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fascinating. You know, it's a, a standalone moment, I would say, in, you know, the history of sports, you know, really, with information traveling as quickly as it does these days. And certainly, unfortunately, this virus traveling as quickly as it has. I mean, the fluidity of this, of just how everything has happened, Richie, just as you run down, is, has been probably the most fascinating part to me. I, I wonder, with everything we've seen come out, you know, we record this, it's 640 uh, on Thursday evening, you know, 
if what doesn't happen in the Utah OKC game last night, if that does not happen, you know, where are we right now? That that felt like from a from a basketball like sports perspective, that felt like the real pivot point. Mm-hmm. Um, it just you know when I when I saw the tweet from Woj, it, it literally just said the NBA season has been suspended. I I went back like five times to make sure it wasn't a fake account. I was like, no, nah, this can't be right. Um, so it just it's crazy stuff, man. But you know what? <clears throat> it's the right decision. Luckily, even the Big East, albeit at halftime of the Creighton St. John's game, they made they finally came to the right decision. Unbelievable. Yeah, just crazy stuff, man. You know, everybody has made the decision that's best for the country, you know, best for the world. Uh, you know, I think what's important to remember is or important to understand is that everyone truly has a part in this. Um, if you've seen the New York Times article about really flattening the scale, it's a simple graph. It shows if coronavirus, if we had all these big events and we we continued to come together in these big groups, how this thing would spike and wh- who knows what the number is. And then somewhere in the middle of that, the median is kind of the healthcare's uh, their limit to take on, you know, all these people that are affected. But if we cancel all these big events, if we self quarantine, if we if we are, are cognizant and mindful uh, of where of what situations we're putting ourselves in, how much we're washing our hands, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If we're mindful of all that, we can flatten that scale, and that in turn will do wonders for people's health, uh, the amount of fatalities you know we see in this, the economy you know, won't spike along with the sickness. And I think that that's been a big part of the conversation. I've heard this, well, we, we can't, we can't take every, you know, we can't cancel everything. We can't shut down the country. The economy will flatten or the economy will erupt. The, the global economy is erupting. Everyone's economy is going through this. There's not one industry in this, this entire country that is immune to this problem. So in a vacuum, we're all in the same seat. And I think that's important to remember. So if I could, you know, if I could just use this platform to say, look, don't go to work. If you feel uncomfortable about something, just stay at home. The country will be okay. You'll be okay. Um, I think the people that can survive this from a financial perspective, I believe they will make the right decisions to help the people that can't. And we've already seen that. Kevin Love just did a little bit ago. So everybody can play a part in this. I think that's the important thing to remember. Ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. Untucked shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, their shirts are the perfect untucked length. With more than 50 fit combinations, untucked shirts look great on small, tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Don't just take my word for it. Try Untuck It for yourself. Visit untuckit.com and use promo code blue wire for 20 percent off your first order they even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the u.s that's u-n-t-u-c-k-i-t.com and promo code blue wire for 20 percent off your first order yeah i did spencer said uh, a lot of a lot of the right things just there in my opinion um this is one of those things take it seriously right don't freak out but take it seriously listen to listen to the experts listen to the people that know more than you do but take all the precautions don't gather in these large social you know flatten out socially don't don't 
don't gather in these large social environments. Wash your hands, wash your face, um, you know, quarantine yourself if need be. Uh, take all the necessary precautions that you need to medically. Don't just, you know, show up to a hospital or a primary care facility. They want you to call or e-visit or something like that. But just be be smart, be unselfish, like help out those who are in need. Because, um, yeah, it is scary when you read about, you, you know, the number of people that can contract it plus you know, once you factor in the mortality rate and then you know at that point you're not even that those, these are huge numbers of people that that could that could that could die and then you also that's not even factoring in yet the the financial and economic impacts of mm-hmm. this which are like yeah man this has the, ch- the chance to be the the financial event of our lifetimes and we are three guys that live through the 2008 financial crisis albeit at a, a much younger age too so that's like a little scary to think about um i think spencer is also dead on dead on when he said that the oklahoma city utah game changed everything gobert rudy gobert changed everything um and like that video of him man getting up and touching all yeah. the microphones recording equipment like that's that it's never going away uh, i mean gobert if he was you know it's one thing for him to be patient zero of the nba in terms of guys testing positive for for coronavirus um but like that video of him just being so flip and then you know obviously the reports from Woj today of uh coming out of of him you know sort of having that same attitude towards touching teammates uh, property and gear and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's a it, Gobert can apologize for it and and whatever, but like it's a bad look and that video is never going anywhere. And usually when, when pictures associated with a bad memory tends to stick around a little longer. So, um, you know, that's something to, to be factored in. Um, the last couple of weeks have not been great. I mean, really the last couple of days, obviously stuff jumped up. Like I literally got in from Greensboro probably about 30 minutes ago I thought I was going to get in Saturday, Sunday afternoon. Um, and the turn of events, especially from about four o'clock yesterday on Wednesday until about four o'clock today when the NCAA canceled the men's and women's tournaments. I mean, it was just an absolute blur. And I do think the Gobert moment was a catalyst. But like, here's here's a timeline of events just for the ACC tournament. It's Tuesday at 3.30. Tournament will go on as planned, but with closed locker rooms. So they were going to... The way me, the media, we were able to interact with the team, it was different. It wasn't like going to the locker room and talk right. to them. There was a sectioned off media availability room with select players. Uh, Wednesday at 5.15, Wednesday night games will go on as planned. That was like just after, right around when the NCAA decided that they would keep the tournament going on but close it off to fans. So just, you know, select individuals, media, whatever. 8 o'clock Wednesday night tournament, ACC tournament will go on, but without fans starting on Thursday. So that's like as these other games are taking place, Notre Dame, Boston College, that game's happening right then and there. Then Syracuse and uh, UNC after that. I was at both those games um, less than 24 hours ago, and my mind was in 12 different places, especially during the the Syracuse uh, UNC game I was like, ah, I couldn't cut. Cause that's, as that point, that's when all the Oklahoma city and Utah stuff is, is breaking. And my, my mind is, is spinning and I'm, I'm in, I'm in the Coliseum, but I'm in 12 different places at the same time. Um, Thursday at eight 30 commissioner, John Swafford, they announced that he'll answer questions at 10 AM. Um, he showed up 30 minutes late to that 10 minute press conference. But at this point, 
he just says, yeah, we're, we're still going to play games today. This is still happening on Thursday, March 12th. We're playing games. He just gone off the phone with all the other like power five, uh, uh, commissioners. Um, and then it's within the next hour, basically you have multiple other conferences like the sec, the big 10 Mac, all of those all of those leagues cancel their tournaments. And as has been reported by the News and Observer here, Duke University, um, their president, Vincent Price, and Mike Krzyzewski, who is a leader in this, like say what you will about Coach K, man. He respect he he's he's players first and and he and he is a he's a guy that moves the needle. And they basically said, like, we're 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 suspending our spring sports and we're not gonna play in the tournament. And the ACC very quickly after that um, canceled it. So all of that happened. And they canceled the tournament at 12-14, 15 minutes before Florida State and Clemson were supposed to show up today. It was surreal to be in the tournament this afternoon to see John Swafford like give Florida State the trophy. They're the regular season champions. So they just declared them uh-huh. the conference champions. And then to go to – Leonard Hamilton, the coach of Florida State, to go to his press availability after. And, like, you know, it, he had great perspective about how stuff's bigger than basketball. And he knew his team was upset, but he was trying to tell them to be tough and be mature and just realize this was this was done for the safety of you and your families. And this is all bigger than basketball. You have to have a global perspective on all of this. And he kept sort of mentioning how he wanted everyone to proceed with caution. So he thought it was a good thing. Um, but, yeah, it's just been an absolute – blur and uh the main thing is you just want everyone to to be safe I've, i think I, at some point now i've touched now that i've now that we're recording a buzzbeat i will have touched base with all of my family and friends and loved ones at some point in the last little bit here you just want everyone to be careful be safe take all the necessary precautions um because yeah the next couple of weeks and months or whatever are going to be are going to be weird um especially without basketball which is you know a thing that i care about deeply and I don't think we've hit the height, especially not in the United States yet. I mean, this no, is just, this is just clearly the beginning of it all. And if anything, it's taught me to actually wash my hands more often, use you know hand yeah. sanitizer a whole lot more often. You know, even in times when there's not an illness floating around, I, th- I think I'll kind of take that with me. Uh, but kind of going back to your Gobert point, um, you know how that was the turning point uh, for the NBA and a lot of these leagues, and just that lasting image that you see of him touching all those microphones and recorders. You know, it's it's definitely it's definitely a bad look, but I'm sure all time all time dumb move. Yeah, this is an all time dumb move. I I just kind of I do feel for him a little bit now because I'm sure he's received enough hate about that. But you know, you can't take that back. You can't take that back. Luckily, I'm not sure if the reporters were tested from from that, but I will say that luckily, 58 personnel of players that work within the Jazz, all of them outside of Donovan Mitchell, uh, tested negative. So uh, luckily that that didn't affect more people than uh, maybe I would have thought would have happened. So, and I will say this, I'll be the first one to say this. I was, I was skeptical of this virus at first. Like I was not worried enough. I, I did not take it seriously, but as time went on, especially this week, you know, it's, I realized it's something that you can't dismiss. And what's very scary about the coronavirus is that symptoms don't develop right away so that call right. for that fever it does sometimes yep. it doesn't show until 10 14 days down the line so 
at that moment, Rudy Gobert might not have known that he had it because maybe the symptoms yeah. weren't as strong, but it's just something that, you know, in a time like this where it is spreading across the nation, it's where it's spreading across the world, it's probably not something to joke about. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that's a bad look on Rudy Gobert. And did you guys see how the Jazz – uh, kind of handled his availability for that game. Did you see where it went from him being out to him being yeah. questionable? But he wasn't, and but he wasn't being, even at the arena, too. He wasn't right? at the like, arena. Right, yeah, he wasn't even in the building. Yeah, I, I didn't understand honestly some of that. I mean, all, again, I I was only watching this happen on in, on Twitter in real time. But like, it, yeah, I didn't I didn't understand that. It, that made what was happening more confusing to me while trying to like consume from afar. I don't know if they were trying to like hide it or like, you know, I think that Rudy Gobert oh, said that he was ready to go, but if he wasn't at the building, I'm not really understanding how he could have played anyway. So, all yeah, right. It was, I think it was, they were hoping to get that game in knowing exactly where he was yeah. and what, what was going on. And yeah. when that news came across, which I'm sure no one was expecting, you know, they, everyone thought whatever the odds were that he's actually going to have COVID-19 people were probably like, look, we're going to carry on this game. This isn't going to happen. And and what makes it like the NBA was in on that too, because they were like, okay, carry on with games. We're going to move forward. We, we understand what this Gobert situation is. He's not feeling well. He's going to get tested, whatever. That's regular protocol. But as soon as he tested positive, the season is over. So mm-hmm. they, th- that was well done by the NBA. Adam mm-hmm. Silver, whoever was in on that decision and conversation was – if this comes back positive, considering the timeline you just mentioned, Richie, and all of the teams, personnel, people in general that he and this team have been uh, around the last you know, two weeks, the season's over if this comes back positive. I'm sure no one expected it to, but when it did, boom, it's over. Yeah, so what do you guys think? Like the, I mean, we don't know every single detail, but what do you guys think the best plan of action moving forward with in the NBA? I think there's so much that can change between now and then. A report did come out like moments before we started to record that the NBA is going to take at least 30 days for this hiatus that they're having. And they're going to kind of reevaluate that after 30 days. So at, at a minimum, this season won't start again for another 30 days. Do you guys think it's best just to kind of cancel it all together? Uh, do you think there should be a hiatus? And when they get back from the hiatus, maybe just start the playoffs? I'm sure this is kind of going, you know, they're kind of making these decisions on the fly. And, and like we mentioned, this is so fluid. It's kind of hard to decide this. But what are your thoughts on that in terms of the NBA? Where do you think they're going to go? I, I would find it hard to believe we're going to see another regular season game. Right. Um, considering how conservative, you know, this, you know, the decision was to go ahead and suspend the rest of the season. I think that, you know, whatever that date is, usually the playoffs start. I think that's like mid-April, right? Maybe it's maybe it's later yeah, than mid, that. Mid-April, mid-April. Mid-April. So, like, that's – and they will probably even have to push the playoffs back. I think that, you know – three game playoff series, five game playoff series. I think all that's probably in play, probably being discussed. Um, You know, so I, I just can't see, I wouldn't say it's completely off the table because I'm sure there's some teams, including Charlotte, that would like to get some more time with their youth, especially when they're really starting to show some promise, but man, that, that seems hard. Uh, that seems not possible at this point, unless the NBA really committed to pushing the season's calendar back, but the cascading effects of that with the draft and free agency, just, I don't know how you manage all that. I I completely agree, Spencer. I I think 
the the route the path you just laid out is the one that in my mind assuming that you know 30 days from now 30 days of information gathering um that there's a little more a better understanding or certainty whatever um that i think that makes the most sense that that you that you eventually just you finish the regular season for the most part the seeds are set if that even gets baked into the cake you know for the most part these things are we have enough data to just say they, they played 60 whatever games like let's just roll and yeah one of the downsides might be a young team like charlotte or the pelicans you know whatever like they they can't make a playoff run or they at the least get some time to you know gel and, and work on some new things and develop and see what see what's good for you um what's good for the franchise but it's just like having this season go into july having it go into august you just think about how that could hypothetically run into the draft free agency the olympics um and and who knows what the hell the salary cap is going to look like now projected for next season too like the something like something like this like a global pandemic like this is like it's it's alarming and scary because you in part of it you also realize just like how interconnected everything is like the like the you know someone dies in India and that causes an issue here. And yeah, I'm I'm speaking in generalities here, but like you realize how interconnected everything is. And the same can be said for the world of basketball. That's why when like the NCAA still was potentially like thinking about moving the tournament to May or June or whatever, as those ideas were at least being floated around on social media, that's where you're like, man, how does that even jive with like what the NBA is trying to do now that is off the table now. Um, because the men's and women's sermons have just been canceled. But as you're just looking at the NBA, just to think about all of that stuff, it's like, and then if it, the season did go into August, hypothetically, then as Spencer was sort of just referring to, when do you start the 2020, 2021 season? Like the, you know, the, do you, would you start it in October? Would you start it in December? Like you do play an abridged season the next year. Um, you know, I think the, the thing that makes the most sense is to, just say the regular season, eventually say it's done, play a three game series or a five game yeah. series or whatever. And, and, and try to move on as, as best you can. Um, I, I, I will, I will say, add this to, you know, the NBA is considering, it seems like a lot of ch- or changes, not a lot of changes, but some changes I think they're looking at some things differently. Um, I think one of the most obvious examples recently is the all-star game finish, uh, the Elam effect or yeah. whatever it's called, you know, but Shorter seasons have been discussed. Play in mm-hmm. um, games to the playoffs, um, maybe shorter playoff series. I think a lot of these things have been talked about. So, you know, not to, uh, I hope I'm not shedding light on what we're actually talking about, with it, which is the coronavirus, but does this provide the NBA kind of an excuse and an opportunity to maybe try some different stuff? Potentially, throw, yeah. Throw it into the incubator and say, yeah. look, this season's going to have an asterisk next to it anyways. Mm-hmm. So why don't we not wear these guys out, make sure we have a champion by the end of the year, and also try some different stuff on the way and see what mm-hmm. comes back. You know, I, I'm just I just kind of throw that out there because I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if that ends up happening. Neither would I. And I think it, the NBA has been a fairly proactive league. Like once again, they sort of like led the char like this, the rest of the sports world sort of followed them. Right. As like after the Gobert incident happened, they suspend play. And then there's been a cascading. Well, that's partially because it happened course, in the NBA, Brian. Right. 
Pardon? I said it's partially because it did happen. Like the player was from the NBA. Like, oh yeah, right. Yes, of of uh, yeah. absolutely, of course, and that influenced their decision. But in in part of this too is it's like yeah, I mean you know the NHL and the NBA like they they share arenas and probably locker rooms and all like on, on some some cities too. So like that has to get baked into the cake. But um, but yeah, like I I think this is a league that has been while it can be rigid on some things, has been fairly proactive. And, yeah, I could see them saying, hey, either on the front end with this season or on the back end next year, you, you look for – you try to get a – you try something new uh, with a shortened season or a shortened playoff format or, um, you know, shorter series or something along those lines. I would not surprise me. Um, at hey, this hey point, look, there's – sorry to jump in, Brian. No, there, you're good, you're good. Seven, eight, nine, ten in the East. Just an idea, NBA. Uh, all those teams suck, and the Hornets are included in that group. Yep, I think 10. the Hornets are number ten in the East right now, right? All right none yeah. of those teams are really that deserving of being in the playoffs. So we could just try in the East. We don't have to do it in the West too. Why don't yeah. we try playing? <laughs> yeah. why, don't, why don't we give yeah. Charlotte a chance here? You know, give them a chance to play their way into the postseason. I'm not I opposed. Like it. I like it. I like it. Throw it out. I like it. Yeah, Nets versus Hornets, Magic versus Wizards, uh, and then you know get another another <laughs> game in there. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I think that yeah. when the NBA season does start back up, because I, I do think it will. It's just a matter of time. I do think they'll just jump straight to the playoffs. I think that's the way it's going to go. Uh, but yeah. they, could, they could experiment with something like that. I don't really see that happening this season. But it is going to have a trickle effect, like you said, Spencer and Brian. Like, you know, the NBA draft, the NBA combine, and things like that. And the Summer Olympics are supposed to be happening this summer as well, which is just another yes. situation all in itself. So I do think it would be a good opportunity for the NBA, like you guys mentioned, to somehow shift the start of the season back a little bit farther and maybe shorten the season. Whether or not they're going to do that uh, is a different question altogether. But like you mentioned, Brian, they seem to be a proactive league and trying to do some things that certain leagues don't do. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle this. I think all of us, the listeners, myself included, you guys, we just have no idea when the timing of this is going to happen. To be honest with you, I, I can almost see it not starting back up until like May, like May 1. I, yeah. I, could, see, I could see the playoffs yeah. starting. Yeah, and, no and, doubt. Yeah, no doubt. The la yeah. last thought I would add about just jumping straight to the playoffs is the players, the coaches, uh, the guys that are really actually involved in the product of basketball are not going to like that idea because they're not going to want to just jump mm -hmm. like the next time the ball's thrown in the air yeah. is playoff time. Yeah. They're not going to yeah. like that at all. So how, how the league um, navigates that will be interesting. If it's just, look, man, this is our only option or all right, we can squeeze in two weeks of this, whatever this looks like before we jump into into playoff basketball. Because I can tell you right now, players and coaches are not going to like that idea. Uh, you're you're totally right. Uh, sidebar, quick sidebar too, just because I do feel like while everything we're talking about is serious um, and and should be taking should be taken uh, with with the right amount of of import. Um, that I do think every now and then, I do think some 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 humor and levity can be needed and, and it can be a little appreciated too. But like last night, uh, as all this stuff is happening at the same time, I sent a couple of my friends who don't follow the NBA like Woj's tweet about the NBA suspending the season. And Spencer, you were sort of saying you had to check the tweet multiple times to make sure that it was real. But like I had friends of mine that responded by saying, wait, is this is this like is this like a legit report? And it was like it was just funny to see people who don't know who Woj is 
You know what I mean? It's like, yes, this, How do you dude, not know that? Yeah. this, well, it's just like, like some person, like they're, it's a snowboarder that lives in Colorado. Like they're not right, thinking right, about right. the NBA, you know what I mean? And so, but it was funny to be like, yes, this dude doesn't miss, you know, like this is basically gospel. Yes, this is a fact. Uh, so it was, but it was like, it was just, it was funny. Um, in sort of a, a bizarre way to be like introducing some friends of mine to Woj because of a global uh, pandemic. So just uh, <laughs> weird, weird, weird times, strange times that we live in. Woj's power illuminates almost anything. Yeah, it truly does. Hey, speaking of tweets, did you guys see that one tweet? I can't remember who it was from where like, you know, if, if Gobert had these, uh, you know, if he was contracted with the uh, the coronavirus like two weeks ago or whatever, and you saw all the trickle down effect of all the teams that had played, yes, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Was that Goldsberry? I want to say it was maybe Kirk Goldsberry, maybe, but yeah, maybe. I saw that. One too. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. Yeah, interconnection, like it is. It is. And, and then you and then you think about how the referees factor into all yep. of this too. Yep. Um, and some of the and some referees do college and pros and like. Like there was uh, there was a report this this happened when I was driving back to, to Raleigh from Greensboro today, but wasn't there a, a ref at the CAA tournament that is tested positive for? I, I would need to double check this, but it's like I'm pretty sure that tournament takes place. Where you just yeah, I don't think it was a staffer of some okay, school perfect. or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Then just as long whatever we like, I'd like to have the the correct terminology there so maybe we, can, maybe we can dig up the tweet but i'm pretty sure doesn't that tournament take place at like the wizards practice facility too yet while the greensboro swarm don't play in you know the greensboro coliseum like their little like annex building is right next door too i mean like all like the just the world of basketball is so yeah. connected and it's not just with the players like there are there are referees there are scouts there are assistant coaches there's media um that that intermingles and travels and shares spaces and buildings and uh, yeah like it's um it's just all of that gets factored in it's yes it's the, the high profile stars that's going to make the espn headlines but it goes beyond that yeah yeah for sure yeah and i, I was actually talking about it with someone right before we jumped on here I, if i can make a shameless prediction i think to your point brian like I would say for the next seven days, maybe up to 10 or 14, like we're going to see a significant spike in the amount of cases that are reported publicly because of increased testing and all these other factors. But, you know, it just doesn't seem like this thing will really lose any steam for a month. It just seems improbable at this point that we'll get to a point where coronavirus doesn't lead uh, every single headline everywhere mm-hmm. for the next at least 30 days. I mean, it's only going to get worse for the next two weeks, I would I would say. Yeah, we have not reached the uh, nadir yet, just yet, which is uh, – and it's that and the uncertainty of everything that is sort of what derives a lot of my own personal anxiety. All right, I'm sure you guys are wondering uh, with the COVID-19 illness, uh, kind of our thoughts and – uh, on the pod moving forward. And, and this is something that we've discussed prior to recording. Uh, we don't plan on, you know, shutting down the podcast because I'm sure uh, in times like this where you're cooped up in your house and, and you you want to be by yourself, you get, you got podcasts to listen to. So I think what we're going to do moving forward is, is still to try to put out as many podcasts as possible. It's kind of difficult to look forward when you don't know if there's an end in sight or if uh, they're going to go straight to the playoffs and stuff like that, if there's going to be actual any more games with the Charlotte Hornets. 
But I do think that we're going to look forward in terms of draft prospects. We're going to put out episodes highlighting prospects like we always do uh, just a little bit earlier. We will look back on the season as well with some of our favorite moments and some of the historical Hornet stuff, just something different. Uh, and if you guys as listeners have any ideas, please send them our way because we want yes. to put out as much content as possible. This season has been has been crazy. I mean, you look back on it like, you know, the David Stern passing, you have Kobe Bryant's death. But I think the biggest thing, which is you crazy. The preseason, you have the preseason incident in, uh, with China and Hong Kong, yeah. too. That. So, but I think when you think about it, this might be more looked on uh, by the coronavirus more than anything, which is crazy. No doubt. Any last thoughts, Brian or Spencer, before we wrap? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, this is uncharted waters like we've talked about. And I, I guess, again, I would just use a platform to say, look, do your part. I mean, seriously, yeah. um, from mm -hmm. a macro level, I think that's what's important. And uh, regardless of if your employer is telling you, hey, please work from home or like somebody very close to me, they're not saying that and encouraging people to still come to work, which I think is a suicide mission. Um, you know, just do your part. Be smart. Uh, and let's let's knock this thing out because everybody wants to get back to normal life and that has nothing to do with basketball. Yeah, three things that I'll close on quickly here. One, uh, I believe Vegas odds already have UVA to win the 2021 NCAA tournament. So congrats, Spencer. Perhaps Virginia will win <laughs> well, back to I mean, back. Yeah, yeah, if you win back to back, we better be the favorites. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so congrats on that. Two, Yes, if you have any ideas, like I, I'm hoping to do some deep dives on on prospects, and I've actually got now that there is no my March Madness this year, maybe watching, um, you know, Tyrese Halliburton games that I because I, I subscribe to Iowa State games on YouTube TV in the middle of the season, so watching Halliburton or Isaac Okoro or Tyrese Maxey or some of the you know, Obi Top and some of these just hot tapes that I have cooking on my 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 YouTube TV that I may have to get into. So let us know about what you like yeah. to hear on Twitter, Slack us, you know, drop us a line, wherever. And then to Spencer's point, like the least you can do as a human being at this point is take it seriously and be respectful. And as Spencer said, do your part. Like that that's the that's the bare minimum that you can do. Um, and it goes a long way. Like it still counts, even if that, even if that's sort of like a, a, just a bar to clear. But be respectful, uh, be safe, be you know, take take the necessary precautions, and and think about other people. Get outside of yourself, um, and and be as careful as you can with everything that you're doing um, outside of your own house. I guess. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, Brian. I think that you know us as relatively healthy people uh, and on the younger side i think that when you think about us if if we ever got the coronavirus i think in the grand scheme of things we would be okay but you know when Probably. you're looking out for other people especially the elderly you know you just like that web effect that we talked about you know if you just do your part in the hopes of not getting it and then also trying not to spread it it's gonna be better in the long run guys so yes thanks again uh for tuning into a another buzz beat uh stay safe guys wash your hands and like brian said take all the necessary precautions for brian and spencer i am richie we'll see you guys next time